In the name of Jesus, amen. Our text is the gospel lesson just read, especially these words from our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Dear Christians, Jesus, in our gospel lesson for this morning, is accused of driving out demons in the name and by the power of Satan. Satan undermining Satan. That's what they accuse Jesus of. But it is not true. Satan did not send Jesus. Satan is terrified of Jesus. And so it is that Jesus teaches us in our gospel lesson this truth. Satan is not divided against himself. He is not. Satan is completely and totally united in purpose. Satan wants to destroy your faith. He wants you to die whenever that time comes outside the faith. To go to hell. That's what Satan wants. Don't question it because it's absolutely true. Satan wants to destroy your faith. He works hard at this day in and day out. He instills fear within you, trepidation in each and every one of you. He's always seeking a way to separate you from God's holy, precious word because he knows that it's the word that creates and sustains faith. He will not let any opportunity go to waste. He won't forget about any disaster. He doesn't care about your suffering, your pain. He doesn't care about you at all. He is supremely of one mind when it comes to you. He wants you in hell, whatever the cost. And so it is that Satan is a bully. A strong man who through fear, manipulation, and other means tries to cow you into submission. We've seen this very thing playing out in our world, our country, and our community in the last week or so, haven't we? Fear has gripped us. Fear that we may contract a virus from China. Fear that hospitals will be overflowing. Fear that our government has failed us. Fear that some surface that we come into contact with may not be perfectly sanitized. Fear that all of our money will be gone, our jobs lost. 
Fear that we'll be quarantined into our homes with no toilet paper. Fear that our loved ones might die. Fear that we might die. That things are out of control. Satan seeks to remind us of these fears left and right. He is not divided. He shouts these fears into our ears. Be afraid. There's no hope for you. You'll get sick. You'll die. He seeks to draw your attention to the news, to Facebook, to Twitter, to the person coughing in front of you in the checkout lane, to the panicked voice in your head, to the person who sniffles. He wants you to look there at those things. He wants your life to be supremely occupied with these fears. Because the more attention you pay to those fears, the less attention you pay to Jesus, your Savior. No, Satan is not divided. He's hard at work seeking to divide you from Christ. Whether the virus is bad or not. He's seeking to keep your attention where he wants it. On your fear, not Christ. He is a bully. A strong man, a parasite who wraps his fingers around you and holds you right where he wants you. All so that in the end, he might knock you down to suffer the same way he is doomed to suffer. Dear Christian, Satan is at work against you through fear. He's at work in this way because more often than not, fear works. Sometimes we become so panicked with fears we forget God's promise that he will never leave us, that he will never forsake us. Sometimes our fear is so large that we can't even hear God's word that says dozens of times, fear not, be not afraid. I am with you. Sometimes we're so afraid, we forget that all the things that we have, our clothing, shoes, food, drink, house, home, wife, children, land, animals, all these things are gifts that God has given to us. 
even our bodies and our souls. Sometimes we're so fearful, we forget what God promises will be our end. Not tombs, graves, hospitals, sickness, but eternal life with peace and comfort and joy. Satan is a bully, a strong man. Jesus. Well, the truth is, he's stronger. Did you see how our gospel lesson started this morning? Jesus drove out a demon. It wasn't even hard for him. A man unable to speak, and perhaps, according to the Greek, unable to hear, is made well. When Jesus kicked that demon out, the demon had no choice but to obey. Jesus cares for you the same way. He drives out Satan, who breeds fear and unfaith. It may feel like Satan has his fingers around you, but Satan cannot hold you when Jesus does. Satan is subject to the word of Jesus Christ. He's already been kicked out of your life in the waters of holy baptism. Any claim that the world had over you that should cause you fear has been defeated by the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even death itself has been overcome by the cross, the tomb, and the resurrection. Jesus drives out demons. Jesus kicks out Satan, not by the power of Satan, not as some trick to try and get us peaceful before the end comes. Jesus does this by the power of his word. The same word that you hear week in and week out. In the hymns that we sing, aren't they fitting this morning? In the studies we have here with our brothers and sisters in Christ, with the words of Jesus, fears are comforted, souls are made well, the strong man of Satan is driven out by the much, much stronger man, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is for you. Your baptism wasn't just a washing of water or a sanitization of your outsides. It was a washing with the word, a washing of your soul, a washing away of sin, guilt, and shame. 
It's not just plain water, but the word of God in the water that drives out Satan. His head was crushed by Jesus, the word of God made flesh. And not only were you baptized by water and the word, you hear God's word preached and taught. The word can set you free from the fears that Satan would use to take your focus off the Lord. The word is attached to the Holy Spirit who creates and sustains faith, calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies you, not with fear, not with trepidation, but with Jesus. In the word of Jesus, we're not afraid. In the word of Jesus, we have courage to face whatever the world throws at us. And so it is that at the end of our gospel lesson, a woman shouts out, Blessed be the mother that bore you, Jesus. Jesus focuses our attention exactly where it should be. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. What he means is, blessed are you. Blessed are you even if you get sick because you belong to the God who created the entire world and sustains you with his word. Blessed are you because even if the coronavirus finds you, Jesus already holds you secure no matter what. Blessed are you, even if you should be hospitalized or even die. God has already promised to raise you on the last day so that you might live with him forever. It is as the Bible ends with these words. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed. That they may rest from their labors. The world seems chaotic. It's terrifying. Satan desires us to fear the world, to fear the impending doom that seems to be everywhere we look. We're not afraid. We are not scattered. We're not defeated. We are not crushed. Jesus is our God. 
He has defeated death. He has promised us life. And he will fulfill that promise. No matter what. For you see, Jesus is not divided either. He's united in one purpose. To bring you out of this tribulation and into the world to come. And he will not stop working that, no matter the circumstances, until finally you are before God's throne. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it, because that's what awaits them. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.